Welcome to our podcast, Rehearsals for Life, a podcast series about R-Space, Theatre Royal Plymouth's flagship engagement project. R-Space is a creative programme that works with adults with multiple and complex needs. Members come from all walks of life and may have faced challenges including homelessness, mental health issues, reoffending, substance misuse, or they may feel isolated for other reasons. I'm Mandy Precious, Director of Engagement and Learning at the Theatre Royal Plymouth, and today I'll be talking to Tara, Pete and Jason about their experience of participating in our space. So, um, here we are. Um, we have with us a few people from the project, um, and I'm going to uh, ask each individual in turn just to give me a little bit of um, information about their connection to our space, their current connection to our space, and just to say their name. So when, when, when you're listening, you know who you're, who you're hearing from. And we'll go first to Jason. Hi, my name's uh, Jason Dean Brownlee. I've been a member of Our Space and Project X, I would say for nearly five years now. I've been involved in a number of plays, not only with Our Space, but Project X and the People's Company. And yeah, it was one of the best things that ever happened to me. Thank you, Jason, that's brilliant. We'll find out more about that in a while. Um, we'll then go to you, Pete. Hi, my name's Pete Creed. Um, I've been involved uh, with Project Tax and Our Space for just over four years. Uh, yeah, it's been amazing. Um, currently, you know, it's lockdown, so, you know, not a lot of, um, like, physical interaction going on, but we're kind of keeping it all going with the uh, Zoom meetings once a week. So, uh, so that's really cool. Brilliant, thanks very much. And then finally, um, I'd just like you to introduce uh, Tara, who's going to say a few words about herself. Yes, hello, thank you. I'm Tara and I've been in our space for about a year and a half. Um, I was new to Plymouth in 2016, although my grandfather comes from here. And uh, yes, it's been, it's been a, a, a revelation and uh, a great thing to have become part of the art space and other projects at the Theatre Royal. Brilliant. Thank you all for that. So hopefully you've all got lovely distinctive voices. Hopefully everybody will know who's speaking when. Um, so the second kind of question really was around just uh, kind of give people a, a flavour of our space. So, Obviously, it welcomes people from all walks of life. Could you individually tell me what brought you personally to our space and um, how you found out about the project and what, what it was that attracted you to it? Um, so, and uh, it's the sort of why did you stay question is very much a Victoria Wood question. She always say, used to say at the end of her gigs, thank you for coming and staying. I always thought that was like, so it's kind of, <laughs> I kind of extend that to all of you. Thank you for coming and staying. So those are the those are the questions, and we'll ask that first of Pete, if that's okay. Yes, yeah, certainly. Uh, yeah, I mean, I came to our space in 2016, and that was it was an opportunity I was given because I was in uh, I was in rehab in Plymouth. I moved down from Leicester to stay in a residential rehab and there was an opportunity to get out of the house once a week and mess around in a studio and I jumped at the chance. Um, 
in 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 answer to your question of uh, of staying, I mean, I I kind of I did carry on um, shortly after leaving rehab, but then I, I kind of left. I left for a little while. Um, I just thought at the time, you know, yeah, I need to, you know, I need to move on. You know, life evolves and things like that. You know, I, um, I just, you know, wanted to kind of like keep moving. But uh, it was a really difficult time for me. You know, I've been a, I've been a drug addict for 35 years, and I've kind of been hiding behind a number of like masks and, and God knows, you know, kind of really weird, unhealthy coping mechanisms. And I found that what um, being at our space allowed me was to to be authentic and um, you know it's like a safe space and it and what it actually did was it kind of softened me um, softened my heart and it allowed me to, uh, to to like form healthy relationships with people um, and I kind of, you know, I, I really need. I, I mean, I need that now. This is, this is, this is four years on. Um, I, I really needed it at the time as well. I just wasn't really aware of it, so I did kind of leave for about six months, but then, but then came back. Thankfully, you know, thankfully the team, uh, you know, Sarah, and a few of the others, you know, kept in touch with me. And um, you know, when I when I said I'd you know I'd like to come back, she was like, yeah, 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 one hundred percent, absolutely. You know, you you just you just come back. So, so yeah, I'm really really grateful for that. I'm really grateful for that sort of support that I received afterwards. And uh, right. yeah, I'm I'm forever grateful now. Yeah, and and I think it's great that you can go away and come back as well, and that there's, you know, sometimes when you you get involved in something, you need to go away and see it from a distance before you can uh, reflect on whether it was any use to you, I think. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it, and it really was, you know, it was noticeable. It was noticeable, you know, what it, all, what it all gave me, you know. And it was, you know, a way of making friends as well. You know, like I said, I was, it was a really, really difficult time for me. You know, I had no kind of, you know, I was like stripping away all of these coping mechanisms and I'm, you know. So, you know, it was kind of like, it was really, for me, it was just about rebuilding uh, rebuilding my life and and yeah I mean our space has been an, a real integral part of that. Brilliant thanks Pete thank you very much. Um, Tara like if I can take that um, second question to you I know you've got a copy so I won't repeat the whole thing again um, but um, so you know what 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 was it that brought you to our space? Well I was um, first of all I was struggling I was living in Plymouth, I was quite isolated, and I was struggling with mental health issues. And I went to the Theatre Royal Plymouth's World Mental Health Awareness Day. And uh, that presented the projects along with um, a couple of charities and presented them in such a, a pleasant way that I thought it was um, sort of, uh, you know, approachable. And um, I had the backing of uh, a support worker who helped me to uh, come along and uh, contact the R-Space people and uh, to, to have a conversation. And luckily I was accepted into the R-Space project. So um, 
Yeah, I thought it was very good that there are people who, who are in the Arts Place project who are struggling for different reasons. It's a whole range of reasons, you know, whether it's um, uh, particular mental health issues or having experienced homelessness or people coming through recovery from addiction and some, some people having had uh, problems with the law and things like that. So I thought that the range was um, very interesting. And also, one of the things was that it was um, a broad age range. You know, there was people from 18 and 19 all the way up to in their 60s and possibly older, and, uh, and all the way in between. And I think that that, that mixture of, of, of age ranges in a group isn't always so obvious to find in this day and age. And I thought that was very good. Um, and I stayed because um, at first I was quite withdrawn with the struggles that I was having, found it difficult to mix with people and so on. But I stayed because the atmosphere was so nice and it was so well facilitated. And nobody you know, in the group felt uh, pushed or forced into, into participating in the exercises. They could sit out if they were feeling anxious. And there was just such a nice, kind atmosphere. I'd have to say the kindness is something that uh, that really sticks with the the room of our space is a kind space, as well as being a safe space. It's well facilitated. Um, I had a background in the theatre, so I could see how well they were managing the groups. Yeah, being familiar with some of the exercises, and um, yeah, that helped me to join in as well. It was familiar territory for me in particular. Great, thank you, Tara. That's really helpful. That's such a lovely kind of the idea of kindness. I think is um, uh, has real currency, doesn't it? Because uh, if you open the space and it's kind, then it, you can start where you are, rather than you know, rather than having a kind of benchmark. Uh, Jason, can I take that question to you as well, please? I know you've got a copy of it, so I won't repeat it. Uh, my story is probably quite similar to Peter's. Uh, I arrived in Plymouth, I think it was May the 18th, 2015. I'd been through a, a terrible breakup and I was alcohol dependent, suffering from chronic depression and unfortunately had a 23-year cocaine habit and everything that went with it. I was introduced uh, through rehab to our space, we had an opportunity to do drama. My first thoughts were, it's for Nancy boys. But I thought, step out of my comfort zone, do something different. And it was the best thing I've ever done. Uh, it allowed me to find myself as a person and, I don't know, gain trust and, and, and feel free uh, to be who I, I suppose I was meant to be. Uh, most of us put up so many different masks because of the environments that we grow up in. And this was a safe space uh, to grow. I couldn't look people in the eyes when I first sort of came to our space. I had no confidence. I had lost all self-worth. But over time, uh, meeting people and with the fantastic staff, I started to gain confidence and gradually started to believe in myself. I stayed because it gave me a strong support network of people that I trusted, because trust was a big issue for me uh, throughout my life. 
and the structure was amazing. There was free tickets to go to the theatre, which was a privilege. We got to rehearse in a prestigious building and the workshops and opportunities that arose and people putting their trust in me as a person helped, helped me grow. So I recommend it to anyone. It's, it's an amazing project. Wow, that's amazing. Thank you so much for your um, honesty, actually. It's quite, it's quite humbling, actually, to, to, to just be here and listen to that and to listen to all of that, all of you, um, and your integrity and your commitment to the project. Because I think uh, whilst we might frame it and might hold it, you know, it is only what it is because of what you bring back to it. Okay. Uh, we may have a dog interjection, but that's fine. Um, so can you tell me something about what you think the impact, I mean, you've already started to talk about that, but maybe explore that a little bit more deeply, of being in, in, involved in our space has been for you personally. If you could just kind of give me a little bit more. You know, don't, don't feel that you have to kind of reveal absolutely your inner soul, but if, you know, whatever you feel that you're comfortable with, I'm very, very happy to hear. Uh, Pete, I think if you could start with that one. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, I just can't put it down to one thing. You know, it, it's it's helped me in all in uh, all aspects of my life. You know, one hundred percent. You know, um, you know, it's, I'm so much more confident. Got a lot more self esteem. You know that um, you know that's come about from doing live performances and and. Uh, you know, in the in the workshops, you know, we get to, you know, we've got a fantastic director that, that just gives us this freedom, you know, and he, he gives us this uh, this feeling that when we, you know, we um, have completed a piece that it's kind of it, that it's our work, you know, it's not it's not, you know, follow this script. He, he just kind of gives us free reign, and um, you know, it's very empowering. To, to, to me and, and, and through that that's given me you know massive uh, yeah confidence self-esteem um, and, and of course with, with with performances it's given me a sense of um, a sense of community sense of belonging to a community giving to a community helping a community um, and in the workshops it's, it's you know it's encouraged that we that we can you know get vulnerable uh in a, in a safe place in a safe self safe space and um and um yeah it's allowed me to just kind of be my authentic self and grow from that point you know and and what this is all you know in, in the rest of my life you know um you know because i'm in a rock and roll band it's given me a tremendous amount of freedom and confidence when uh when we've been performing live as well i mean up until uh, you know three years ago, uh, you know I've never performed on a stage sober, you know, right. and I've been I've been performing since I was thirteen, right. you know, so you know I'm fifty one now, so um, yeah, yeah it's, it's remarkable, it. you know. So I've been able to uh, you know something that I've never experienced before, you know, this sort of connect connecting with an audience and. It just, it just keeps giving, you know, um, it's, it's, you know, I'd say it's, you know, affected me 
positively in all aspects of my life. You know, that would just be the, the easiest way. Great, thank you so much. Um, that's really interesting, that isn't it, about how it's just carried over into not only performative things that you do, but also into just the general day-to-day -day things that you are you doing, just going shopping or going out and interacting with people. That's um, it's brilliant to hear that. Um, Tara, can I can I move to you on that question, if that's okay? Yes, yes. Uh, similar to Pete, I find it's really uh, had an impact on me in my in my whole life and well-being. Uh, focused on the theatre, although what we do at our space isn't therapy or, or of any kind. It, it's artwork that we do, but it has uh, a therapeutic or, or a positive effect on on general well-being. I'd say that I was very uh, withdrawn to begin with, unable to mix with people and that sort of thing. So from very uh, withdrawn beginnings, taking baby steps, I was able to become more communicative, part of a group, started to feel part of the community uh, uh, as a larger, larger thing. And, um, and then I started to make friends in the group. And uh, it gave me a routine, you know, at the beginning when I was quite unwell. Uh, it gave me that just weekly routine to go to and so on. When, you know, I, at the time I was quite averse to being in a group and that sort of thing. But I thought I'll try it. And uh, so from taking those baby steps, I went on to build confidence. And uh, what was great about being in the Arspace project is that it gave us other opportunities as we progressed as well. We've had um, workshops with professional theatre companies like Frantic Assembly, Grey Eye, and uh, one that was close to my heart was the Cardboard Citizens Forum Theatre. So it went on from, from building uh, those baby steps to, to actual furthering one's personal, professional and personal development. So um, those are the impacts that I would say it's had on me, my general well-being um, across, across times in my life when I wasn't at the theatre or, or in that particular group, um, you know, it really did help to improve my general well-being. Great. I mean, I think, again, you're very like Pete, you sort of identified the person and then gone into a sort of uh, into the structural parts of your life, into the the other things that it gives you, but it's sort of that core joining in that makes a difference initially. Yes, um, yes. Great, Jason. Gosh, where do I start? <laughs> had a, Jason, start at the beginning. There's a place. Had a huge impact on my life. I can't thank the theatre enough for this project. I would say I'm 20% of the person I used to be. I kept the good bits and all of the bad bits have completely gone. I'm a completely different person down to this project. I think just the experiences that the theatre gives to people, seeing behind the scenes, uh, working with the young people's company, helping them design their sets has just impacted me and unleashed creativity that I must have always maybe had in me from a child. And now I've chose a direction in life I would never have even dreamt of uh, contemplating. 
writing poetry that people seem to think there's something in it uh, to creating art. I'm now, obviously, you know, I'm at university doing my second year fine art degree. My dream was to become an established artist in my own right, and it's becoming true. It's becoming a reality. And I think what the fear has really given me is self-belief. Before, I always needed some kind of reassurance from people that I was doing okay or affirmation. Now, I have an overwhelming feeling because I can see my journey. You know, I've sold over 80 paintings. I sold 20 paintings in the last week. It's phenomenal. It's humbling that somebody actually appreciates my art and I'm starting to get recognised. And the impact of the, the theatre giving me the opportunity of becoming a lab associate was just overwhelming as well. It was like, yeah, so it's had a 100% impact on my life. I'm no longer an untrustworthy hooligan criminal with mental health problems. I'm on no medication. It's kept me clean. And yeah, and I'm real, I'll tell you something, one of the biggest things is just my acceptance of other people. Before I was quite narrow-minded, I think it a lot of it to do with my upbringing. I could be very judgmental of people and maybe judging by the way they looked or who they were. But now I'm seen to be an open book. Everyone's welcome to my table. Obviously, if they don't have anything positive to bring, they can go. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I'm very tolerant of people, even though I am a bit of a misanthropic loner and I probably always will be. The theatre has taught me how to integrate back into a so-called normal society, which I had no time for, for most of my life. So yeah, 100% impact and change here. <laughs> What's really brilliant, actually, from, from all of you, from all the things you've said, that you, you all have um, an artistic uh, practice. You all have... Uh, you all have an artistic kind of drive, you know, Pete's a musician, Tara's an actor, I know, predominantly, and, uh, you know, Jason's got his writing and his art and his visual arts as well as performing. So that, but you, you had those like within you long before you came anywhere close to this project. And I think one of the great things about our space is that it, it very much supports that development of individuals and the group as artists, especially when you get to Project X, actually, there's a real kind of commitment to people as individuals who can uh, express themselves and who've got something to say. Um, and so we see we see participants really as artists. So can you, this is quite a, a mouthful, this question, but I'm going to go for it. Um, so can you tell me how your lived experience of mental health issues or homelessness addiction and or the criminal justice system has shaped you as an artist and and we'll start that question the answer to that question with Tara if that's okay yes yes I had to think about this one um I think the opportunity that our space gave me uh to join in a project for people who have experienced homelessness called cardboard citizens and forum theatre really has come out of my work that sort of led up to there from um, our space. And I, I think uh, it's given me 
a much better understanding of people with mental health issues and who have um, uh, experienced homelessness, as I have myself. And um, that sort of wider understanding and finding a place, artistically to put it, namely this forum theatre, is, uh, is something that's, that's, that's come to me through involvement with Theatre Royal Plymouth and our space. So I would look forward to, to further uh, enjoyment and exploration of, uh, of, of those worlds meeting, if you like, mm. uh, in, in that project, which, uh, which I know is planned for Plymouth in the future, touch wood, given the lockdown uh, scenario mm. and so on. But um, uh, I think what's nice about our space is the inclusiveness and uh, there's the a general, uh, what's the word, compassion towards uh, the artists who are there and, and not, um, not being labelled only as your difficulty or only as your struggle, yeah. but being recognised and being seen and being recognized as an artist uh, in, your, in your own right who's, who may have had some struggles and uh, as I said it's a very kind atmosphere to let you work and focus on, on the work. Uh, I think another thing about it is that in our space no one's obliged to say what their personal struggle was in the group. They can come in and keep their own private life private and we focus on the group work and on the themes that we work on. And in that way, it's a sort of level playing field. Everybody can contribute. And um, although I've been in mostly in our space, I've been in one Project X production. And that does give one uh, a sort of belief that, yes, there is a pathway back to the theatre, to what I did were installations with a performance element as well in museums and galleries. There is a pathway back and that uh, the issues and struggles that we have can be lived with and we can integrate and be a part of the community at large. Yeah. And it also gives you a sense of achievement uh, to be involved in a Project X production. Mm. So, um, yeah, those are my initial thoughts on that. Great, thank you. Am I right in thinking that you, I might have got this wrong, so just, you can tell me if I have. Um, are, you, are you part of a smaller theatre company? Is that something that you've been involved in? Uh, well, uh, I, I got involved in another workshop at the Theatre Royal. The great thing about our space is it opens up opportunities, which you don't realise at the beginning, but all these other opportunities and branches of the tree that is our space sort of begin to grow and open up. And I, I joined another set of workshops at the Theatre Royal and in a small uh, showback that we did, um, uh, the group I was in was picked up and offered um, a, a performance in the lab Quite. for those um, the uh, for the presentation of a twenty minute uh, oh, piece yeah, of work, of, um, like a scratch night type of thing. Yes, a sort of scratch night. So so that was uh, a separate development. Oh, yeah. So we set up uh, to call ourselves We Three. We call ourselves We Three to. Um, to present 20 minutes work, which we would look from there to extending to a full performance if that became possible. Brilliant, thank you, Tara, that's great. Um, 
Jason, we're going to move to you now on this on this question. Um, just for reference, Pete, we're still on question four. <laughs> yeah, sorry, uh, my connection or something something went off. Uh, I didn't hear the question, but I have got it written down here. Okay, anyway. so we'll go to Jason and then we'll go to you. So that's grand. Uh, I carry the theatre role with me and what they've done for me everywhere I go. Every person that I meet and have a sensible conversation, I'm quite honest about who I used to be. And I have to tell people about my journey and how it has changed me. Sometimes I feel like I can be an inspiration to people and make them believe that what I have, they can have too, but they have to help themselves. In my art, I've, I think in the first year I, I dealt with uh, addiction. So a lot of my art was about addiction. And I think for most people who are addicts, the problem we have is, I hate the word addict, but is a, a compulsive behavior. We have a compulsion to do things obsessively. So for me to be able to channel my compulsive behavior into two things that give me, that fill that empty void inside of me, one being art, which is quite cathartic and therapeutic, that allows me a, a downtime, almost like in a, in a meditative state to create. And then to have the acting or going on stage is that living on the edge, that, that rush, that a natural high, rather than looking for a substance to substitute that natural high. Yeah, it's, I don't know what else to say. I just, I'm so grateful and I just spread the word because anything is possible in life. We just have to believe in ourselves. And once we believe in ourselves and we set ourselves goals and we aim, aim for them goals, the opportunities just seem to arise. And before you know it, you're on a journey to, and success is a journey. It is. And it's incredibly amazing when these opportunities and, and things happen to you that you could never dream that would, would happen. I mean, if I had still been the person I was, you know, it wouldn't be long before I was dead or in prison. Uh, that's, that's the truth. There's so many, yeah, everybody I know, that I grew up with in my life are criminals. They're either dead or in prison or they're doing the same thing. I had to leave all that behind. I left everything and, and it was the best thing I ever done. I'm a completely changed person with ambition for once in life. I feel, yeah, I have ambition to make something of myself and I have made something of myself. I am something. And it's, yeah, look, I'm I'm staring at pictures behind you. You know, there's like <laughs> there's tripping of uh, ideas. Oh, uh, uh, see, I'm prolific. I can paint sort of twelve <laughs> pictures in one morning. And, <laughs> yeah, so that's yeah. brilliant. Gosh, I wish I could. Yeah, I'm trying to buy one. <laughs> <laughs> have you got the site? <laughs> um, it's yeah. Well, I mean, you know, give me send me a link and I'll have a look. Um, okay. So we're going to move on to uh, you, Pete. If you could just answer that question. That's question four. Um, about your lived experience uh, and, and that's how that shaped you as an artist, really. Well, I mean, how, how it shaped me, I mean, uh, during, 
um, my addiction. I mean, yeah, I mean, I've I've been a you know alcoholic drug addict for most of my life. You know, um, so in that in that sort of state in that realm, I was just kind of uh, you know a, a mercy to the to the to the elements. Really, you know, I just got blown around. Um, you know, with, without any kind of direction, you know, I guess it was kind of potluck, you know, that, um, you know, the, the, the good things that happened. You know, uh, um, so how it shaped me. Um, yeah, that, that's it really. Nothing, you know, I mean, some, I, 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 you know, my, my life in addiction, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't write off and, and just say, you know, it was it was all bad, and you know, um, you know, I did money to 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 do certain things. You know, which I'm which I'm kind of proud of. You know, uh, uh, you know, uh, recorded some albums and, and did lots of touring. Um, you know, this is all kind of musical, really. Um, I don't know if you know if my mental health or addiction really shaped that or if I um you know or if it hindered me you know not not yeah. not really you know um I don't know I don't really I don't really dwell on it at all yeah. you know or, or anything really and do you still do you still play now Pete do you still tour and play and record yeah 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 um we I mean I mean yeah uh trying to i'm trying to get my head around the, the sort of the technical side of um of, of recording that's something i've always kind of um shied away from you know whenever i was in the studio and the technical stuff was happening i'd be i'd be off doing something else um mm. that's some, something i very much like to uh, like to get into uh which you know there are opportunities in plymouth you know dbs um i'm seriously considering sort of doing that um and those are very creative um they're very creative elements aren't they although they have a technical aspects and, and yeah. there's a right and a wrong way there's yeah. there's a creativity that is um driving that sort of technical aspect really yeah, but yeah we had a we had a tour um booked in august uh this year but it's been it's been cancelled you know pretty much like all sort of live performances yeah um, so we just, you know, obviously I don't know what's what's going to happen with that, but that's okay. That's okay. I'm really, really okay. I'm, I'm, uh, and that that's been the biggest change that's happened to me is um, just being present with yeah. with everything, not dwelling on the past, not really, not worrying about the future, um, just mm -hmm. trying to do the next best thing, you know, and just sort of sticking to that that primary purpose, you know, which. Uh, which at this moment in time is speaking with you. Great. Great. That's brilliant. Thank you. So we've um, managed to get ourselves to the final question, which is uh, in part me saying thank you for your uh, incredible contributions so far, but just to ask you a relatively, I'm hopeful, simple question and asking you what your, your ambitions as an artist or as a creative person are um, moving forward. And we'll start that with Jason, please. Uh, I think I said it already, I, I like to be a known artist in my own right with my paintings and I, I think I'm, 
I'm achieving that already. But I would also like to teach. I've been very fortunate that I did a placement at Cast Gallery and Dawn Melville basically offered me a free space to create. She also offered me to apply for a three year living wage bursary to be a part of the Cast Gallery. And I was in the process before the pandemic of uh, creating workshops, two workshops, one uh, for children, one would have been the theatre workshop. They get these large military crates and they didn't know what to do with them. So one was an idea to make them into uh, puppet theatres where children would decorate it, create this almost like Punch and Judy. I know it's not politically correct Punch and Judy, but like Punch and Judy theatre, but they would make a hand puppet out of a wooden spoon in a likeness to a role model or somebody that inspired them. And they would tell their story and through, through the puppets. And another workshop was working with vulnerable adults. It was about to go ahead uh, to do with Amanda Sheriff. I think you know Amanda Sheriff. And it was an abstract workshop uh, for vulnerable people. And that was all gonna go through, but due to the pandemic, I don't know what's happening at the moment. But yeah, I would consider I can being- tell you, I can tell you, um, I don't know if it's embargoed, but I can tell you that CAST have got their emergency funding. So who knows in terms of, I'm on the board of CAST, did you know that? Nobody knows, no. but I am anyway. So, um, so, yeah, they've got their emergency funding, so maybe maybe there might be a version of some of that stuff uh, for you to be able to participate in. I mean, this will end at some point, this bloody pandemic. Hopefully. I'm certain of it. <laughs> but I would also like to write a musical for the theatre, and one day, yeah. hopefully, I don't know, write and act in a, in a play that I've written. But well, we've sort of rolled over the lab associates, so that's something to I start. know, yeah. If it's not meant to be, it's not meant to be, but oh, no, no, we're gonna next year. It, it will happen, I, I promise you, in some okay. form or other. So, Pete, I think you're the, the next person for that question, if you wouldn't mind. Yeah, I'll, I'll be I'll be happy to. Um, I'm, I'm also I'm, I'm very fortunate at the moment uh, that I'm working with the um, I'm working for Shekinah, uh, which is a homeless charity in Plymouth. And I would really love to be able to incorporate some kind of um, music therapy, a way of um, just getting people to express themselves through music. Um, don't know how, uh, but I'd no. love to do that. And I'd just like to carry on, um, you know, sort of writing um, and, and making music myself. Uh, but yeah, I'd, I'd really love to, you know, get. Um, yeah, do do some. I don't know if it's if it's called music therapy, but you know, I really just like to get people like properly involved. You know, um, and get them playing instruments, writing their own songs, and recording them, and sort of empowering them the same way that I've been empowered through working at Aston. Um, uh, just uh, as a note to Sarah, there might be, uh, and that might be another replication, mightn't it, or extension. Uh, within a potential funding bid that we can put together. So that might be something that we can think about. Uh, thank you very much for that. And finally, and last but by no means least, uh, Tara. <laughs> yes, thank you. Yeah, I, I suppose I'm looking forward to being involved in more community projects and uh, community arts that are going on. 
I'm looking forward to expanding my artistic activity to new works that uh, I'm hoping to develop with, uh, with somebody else that I met at Theatre Royal that's in plays and in installations with a performance element. And apart from Cardboard Citizens, which I'm really motivated to be a part of, I'd like to develop um, being a part of something called Invisible Cities, which pairs homeless people with some uh, performance techniques for, for being walking tours of Plymouth. And that's a project called Invisible Cities. In our case, it would be called Invisible Plymouth. And I'm looking into uh, possibly developing and running that as a project. Brilliant. Great. Wow. Well, I'm, I must say thank you very, very much for your contribution today. I feel actually quite uh, privileged to have um, been party to it and to have, have listened. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Our space has had an extraordinary impact on lots of people over the years. To find out more, please go to theatreroyal.com forward slash our space.